you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the holy nun fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor dje mr dodie fayade on tonight's show jt poston delivers on sunday how many times did you hear that this week to win the john deere snooze fest we'll see what that did to the blc leaderboard then we'll take it across the pond to the home country of golf north berwick scotland for the Scottish Open. Hi, Johnny. How the hell are you? Hey, words. Hey, ooh-wee. Hey. I'm good. Good. Just, uh, you know, yep. here, here we are. Yep. <laughs> Another Wednesday. Another Wednesday. Hey, after our Thursday fi- like <laughs> fiasco, great day. I mean, I had a fucking great time at that. We, we talked about it before. We had a great time at the member gas. Bunch of our buddies played in it. Um, obviously, the highlight of the day, you saw it for your, with your own eyes. Chapo. El Chapo. Hits a hole-in-one on number four at Twin Hills. Hole-in-one and nearly wrecks my marriage. Walk me through it, Words. What was what was it like on the tee box? Well, we started on nine, so we were already pretty... Shit-faced. <laughs> I was walking up to the tee, and I actually did not see the shot, the ball land, or go <laughs> oh, in the no. hole. So, <laughs> Groomsy and I were walking up there, and all, all of a sudden, we hear them go ape shit. I'm like 10 feet away from Chapo, and so I automatically go and Goldberg tackle him and Groomsy gives us a beer shower. And then what else are you going to do after a 95 degree day? We go down the hill to that little bar and we get fireball shots. Hell yes. Hell yes. Shiver me timbers. Hey, how about the character that works in that place, Bill? (laughs) The guy that works there at that shack right there off six? (laughs) You know? Bill. I I guess seven. Seven. Between that and the pool afterwards, I'm not uh, I'm not too sharp on any uh, names or faces. <laughs> well, but we did play in an awesome sixum. Uh, it was the Trent, the newborn baby who I hadn't seen in a couple years. Yes. God love him. What'd you say? You were like, "Is that Bill Payne over there?" And I'm like, "No, that's <laughs> the newborn baby." It is. <laughs> Shout out Bill Payne. Yeah, that was the newborn baby. It was great. It was awesome playing with him. He has not lost any distance. He, yeah. Uh, he drove the green on ten with a five iron. So yeah, I was like, huh, and okay. remind me, he sh- he shot sixty five. Was that the number? I think that was the number. Yeah. And then, like I said, it's uh, a <laughs> yeah. No, he shot sixty five. Garrett Chapo's partner shot sixty seven. I believe Chapo shoots seventy one. Did and, Chapo shoot a seventy one? Yeah, wow. yeah. So there was just low numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was grooms and words. Yeah. Would you? Would you guys? Did you guys break fucking ninety? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I mean, fuck Fields uh, shot a 69. I mean, everybody went low. My 73 was just very slouchy. Like, what the fuck? I guess I had forgotten that Fields shot a 69. Yeah. Right, way to go. Yeah. Um, and Godsey, I think, ended up with, like, close to his, might have tied his personal best out there. He had a 91. Awesome. Yeah. Everybody went low. And then you it hopped was... in the pool in your, in your golf shorts and belt. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, the golf, golf shorts are waterproof, bro. You're the second person that did that, actually, because another guy, a member, uh, we'll call him Old Phil, um, he made an ace on number 10, the par f- uh, par four. That day? That same day. Holy and, moly. Uh, he jumped in the pool uh, right after me, but I had a bathing suit on. He had uh, <laughs> shorts and a belt as well. And his golf shoes? And he He'll proceeded to... Off. Yes, he, he did not have his golf shoes on. Okay, good. But he, he did proceed to buy at least me several <laughs> drinks for me. He bought me several drinks, and then... Uh, that's the shitty thing about Chapo. You know, he had to take the party off site because he wasn't a member there. He couldn't charge it to a member account. But I stayed there for a while. And old Phil, he bought a shit ton of drinks. And then on top of that, there was two people working in the pool bar. He left them a thousand dollar tip. That's why I'm gonna just call him old Phil. Let him be renamed, remain nameless. Dude. But what a what a gesture by the ace from first ace in his golf career, and it uh, comes on a, a par four. Phil is getting the invite to my next birthday party. I know, seriously. It's like, what the hell is going on here? It's just you and your wife, we're... <laughs> Welcome. Hey, welcome, old Phil. I'll, I'll have the Wagyu. Exactly. Where are you? Johnny Blue, please. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Blue and Wagyu, Wagyu around. That's what was so funny is Garrett almost had a, a hole-in-one earlier in the round on the, I forget which hole, the first part three we, we played, and I was like, ooh, that was almost really expensive That would have been probably you. 11. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, there were lots of good uh, good golf shots. Um, Trent's boy, Alex, is a good guy. Um, that was my first time meeting him. Garrett Browning, you called him out for being a drunk last time, you asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> He's got a great game. He's got that Ryan Palmer game. Yeah, very, very nice little draw. Oh, yeah. A little tight draw. Some would call it a slinging hook, but I just... No. It's a dick move to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have it, too. I used to have it, too. And now I fucking can't even hit it left to right or right to left. So I don't even know my left from my right. Yeah. So yeah, then we were we were hanging by the pool for a while afterwards, and I was I was creeping uh, out all of our kids, just playing <laughs> playing with Craig and just playing with Craig and throwing him in the air and stuff. I'm sure the wives were just like, "Oh my god, where?" Did I ever tell you about the time I was hanging out? This was literally after I played uh, TPC Las Colinas last summer. And my buddy is a member out there, so we go to the pool, and I'm throwing his son, who's like four, and he's like, I'm just throwing him up there. He's like, yeah, wee, wee. And then finally he just goes, stop throwing me. (laughs) (laughs) That that was like what Craig was about to say. He was smiling. (laughs) I'm sure Margaret was, yeah. Stop throwing me. Probably frowning. Um, so yeah, then I should have gone home, but then I had to go go to Ned's to yeah, see Chapo again. <laughs> yeah. Chapo and Megan, newborn was there with his new girlfriend. So God knows who I tried to triple kiss that night. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think I've told this before on the show, but again, I don't want to say too much. But uh, I once had an idea to artificially inseminate my wife with half my semen and half Trent's semen. And then that way our baby would just be a can't miss prospect, like six five, it just hit towering, towering golf shots. Six five with a sick mustache. <laughs> yeah, six five. It really hits Too the ball a girl. tiny dick. <laughs> just, no, that was like a drunk idea I had like five years ago before before I was able to inseminate my my wife with. Let's make my it happen. Semen. Hey, CRISPR technology. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, no, it, it's. <laughs> It's here. <laughs> there you go. John, why is your why is your son half black? It's like, well, I knew what I needed, all right? Is that racist? No. Okay. No. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a hell of a day. I, I We did the same thing as last time. Me and Zach played just bad enough to get first place in the second flight. So we tied, <laughs> tied for first. So 
To say you're blessed by Satan is like just the understatement of the year. I didn't really. It's so funny. I contemplating like you know I, I I still have my name in the hat for the state am qualifier next week. Oh, you got to roll. Going, I was going to WD. Uh, I literally say to Zach coming off the ninth because we started on one. I said the first thing I said was whose dick did you suck to get us to start on number one and two. After we were walking off the ninth hole, I was like, God, I, I think I'm gonna withdraw from the state am, dude. That was just ugly. And then I I had it like the three under on the back until I stumbled a little bit late. Um, so I mean, I shot I shot uh, one under on the back, I guess. Uh, but it was my highlight of the day. I hit an eight iron on number sixteen, the par five, to about six inches for a little tap in eagle. I I can't even miss that. I missed the one against Bobby. I can't even miss that putt. Chapa almost had another hole in one on a par four out there. I can't remember. It was number it was. Uh, number six after the par five. Yes. Yeah, I heard it about was, that too. I, I, mean, I know more about your round than you do. <laughs> I told you about it, but I mean, you know. I talked to Chapo too. <laughs> Actually, he called me the next morning at 9.15 from bed. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, you should have seen words last night. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got a psycho? But anyways... Hell of a day. What a way to celebrate. Congrats, Chapo. That's his second hole-in-one. The first one came just a uh, brief 20 years ago, so it can happen anytime. Ah! Still hadn't happened for us, though. No, fuck. <laughs> no, not. Will we change the name of this show if it ever does? Uh, no. It's like hole-in-one slash none. J.E. has one. Sports Center may <laughs> steal it. Yeah, that's right. Shout out, Blundell. Thanks for sending that along. <laughs> yeah. All right, Johnny. Well, so yeah, that was the twin member guest. Uh, I hope they do it like that every single year, and I'll die. I'll die for first Captain Grimsey. And again, I will say that the way that that's done, if you can really dick off with work and just go ahead and mail in your 4th of July plans on the Thursday before, <laughs> then that is the way to fucking do it. Because um, I was on my way to the lake, you know, a mere basically... 13 hours after we finished golfing. So yeah. that's, that's nice. I drove to Ventonville the day after it took me, it took me a little while to pick up the pieces. <laughs> I don't, I was scared to call you for a couple days. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that you got to go on the trip. I didn't have a phone for a couple days. So no, it was a great trip. So like you went to Arkansas without a phone. Well, I had my work backup phone. So. That's what's so funny. Is we, we were on a <laughs> text eight, thread. Eight, three, two never calls. You can fucking answer. <laughs> there was a, a text thread where it literally, it was, our, our good buddy, Reed, who must have just known that uh, this was going down. By the way, the shout-out, Resident Cult. Um, but anyways, Reed sends a text the next morning, and it's just like a welfare check. Like, everybody okay? <laughs> and we're all just like, yeah, we're good, we're good. I don't know how Words is doing, though. And then Words responds a brief 72 hours later. <laughs> and I'm, I'm fine, guys. Oh, yeah. oh Christ, I'm here. I had amnesia. I crawled out of a massive K-hole. <laughs> So I love that. I got the text when I'm at the lake literally like maybe like Sunday afternoon and the text was sent Friday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, I forgot what we were checking on here. Andrew, you're sweating. How was Arkansas? Anything anything good happened there? It was good, man. Good trip. Uh, it's easy getting to Bentonville. We like staying at 21C and just kind of be bopping around there. We just stayed one night, so... It's good nice. to get out of town. Yes. Get away. Just drive get away from my troubles. Out of there, Leave yeah. those in the rearview mirror. Nice. I uh, surprisingly, I think I had one of the latest nights that I've had in, in a long time. Like, you know, now, now obviously with a kid, you got to wake up every day pretty much at like seven. Yeah. So, uh, I had a night where I, I ended up going to bed a little after two o'clock and Oof. I felt like I, I felt like fucking death at, <laughs> at 7 a.m. 
you know, five hours. Actually, she woke up at four. Ugh. And then what day was this? This was uh, this was Saturday night. Yeah. Okay, so luckily you didn't have to drive home that no, Sunday. No, no, okay. we were we were back out on the lakes uh, Sunday, so thank God. But like, yeah, I woke that's up. That's when you get into an Aunt Helen situation on the way to drive <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, how did this car wind up on the wrong side of the road on <laughs> oh the interstate? Oh my God! <laughs> no, that was the shitty thing when we finally did. We were going to come home Tuesday morning, but we decided to come home. Uh, basically, we left at like noon Monday. Tried to stop for food. Everything was closed because it was the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. We thought the baby took a shit in her diaper in, the, in her car seat because she was whining. Turns out she didn't shit. She was just crying. <laughs> just gas. And then because of the two stops that delayed us, we wound up in heavy-ass traffic because there was a wreck in construction. And so it, it took us like three and a half, almost four hours to get home, which it's normally Ooh. a two-and-a-half-hour drive. So, fuck. That is very anxiety. So I got drunk as hell as soon as I got home. <laughs> I are going to say halfway there. Um, no, I did hear a, a, a story that's even more blood-curling than that is uh, – uh, apparently at Scissortail Park, they had 40,000 people there for the fireworks, and they, uh, zero porta potties <laughs> People were just taking, dropping trowel. OKC. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a big good idea. OKC. Okay, what did they expect No, and then there was, a fire, there was a firework malfunction, and one of the fireworks hit a stroller. Apparently, thank God there was not a baby in the stroller. <laughs> and then they were like, okay, it's off. So there was about 10 minutes worth of fireworks. Go shit. Yeah. <laughs> go find somebody. Everyone shit. go home and shit now. It's over. Party's over. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> what were they? They really they planned this without a fucking. <laughs> yeah, no, they're going to be fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, just use an empty beer bottle. <laughs> That's good. Oh, man. What a joke. Yep. All right, Johnny, uh, John Deere Classic, Syllabus, Illinois, JT Poston, cover to cover, brings it on home. What do you think about that? I think I, I don't know if I texted you. I might have just texted you and you didn't respond because you didn't have Probably, your phone for yeah. three days. Uh, but, I mean, the JT Poston pick was just staring. I don't know about you, but it was staring me in the face all week. But it just, there was something about it. It's like, nah, just because he shot fucking 62 last week and played great last week, that doesn't mean he's going to play well here. But... JT Poston obviously has found something. His ball striking numbers are through the roof. Um, he had been tinkering with his swing from the interviews I've heard from him after the win. Um, it just You have kind of two options out on the PGA Tour. You can either take some time off to figure it out, or you just fucking work it out as you go. And that's what he did. It was a slow grind. I mean, this is a guy who won at the Wyndham, I think, two years ago without making a single fucking bogey over 72 holes. Um, so... To do that, I think that's only happened like maybe a couple times in the last decade. Um, he's clearly very talented, and this was just something I think that was hard work finally getting to where he needed to go. He had a two-way miss going. He finally narrowed it down to where he knew where his ball was going, and it results in a fucking win fresh off of a second-place finish the week before the Travelers. Yeah, it was really impressive, no doubt. There was a 62 sprinkled in there, leader throughout the entire tournament and uh, had a three-shot lead going to the last day. And really, I mean, he played okay the last day, but it was just begging for someone to come in and put on like an eight-under, which has been ha- what had been happening all week, um, to go in there and take it. My boy, Denny McCarthy, was up there. Um, your pick, Scott, Scal- Stott- <laughs> Scott Stallings, was right there. He didn't really do much on Sunday either. But yeah, pretty boring tournament. Didn't watch a lot of it, but good for JT Poston. Where is he? Where is he from? What's his? He's from I think the, the Carolinas. One of the two Carolinas. Is I he think. a Wake Forest kid? Um, shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know words. Um, 
Yeah, no, the, the, the shitty thing with, with me kind of watching, you know, and this was another weekend where I obviously didn't watch much, but I did catch it like the tail end of each round because we're getting off the boat, you know, 5 o'clock where mm-hmm. I'm seeing these guys finish. So I see that Scott Stallings has played his way. He shoots 64 on Saturday. He's going to be, he posts the first, uh, you know, T2 number. So he gets into the last group, and I'm like, okay, great. We've got a guy who's won three times. I'll be, he hadn't won in, you know, I think it's been eight or nine years since Scott Stallings' last win, but I knew he'd won three times on tour and I'm like fuck this might be Scott Stallings time to come back and win this thing I mean Denny McCarthy the guys that he was tied with have never won on tour and so I'm thinking to myself this is it Scott Stallings is going to do it for me and he goes out and shoots a fucking 70 which again was was similar to like you know it, it I'm not going to put it up there with the surprising 74 that John Rahm had in the final round of the U.S. Open, but to see Scott Stallings come out and just straight up lay an egg was fucking deflating. Very deflating. Great word. Especially word. since your other two, your other two guys shit the bed and didn't make the cut. Adam um, Shank withdrew after the first round. I think he was hurt. <laughs> I, he he I think really was hurt. So that was a shitty thing. So I I I'm. I normally would be super pissed off if that happened, but I, I'm not mad at poor Adam Shank. You were pretty pumped about a cheeky Shank pick. <laughs> yeah, and what I, what sucks is that, you know, you see that all, all it shows me is that he WD'd, and it doesn't even... After like, he finished. Yeah, it doesn't even show me, like, it says 77, but it, everyone else, like Tyler Duncan WD'd, but he, his 73 posts for some reason, so it just, you know, whatever, fuck it. Yeah, I only uh, beat you by... 10,000 or so because fucking Denny bogeyed 18. So Scott clipped him by one throughout yes. the tournament. Um, but Nick Hardy did have an, an eight under Sunday, which helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, shout out to, there's a couple, obviously, Christian Bezadenthal was a guy that was like low on the radar of like sleepers to watch out for. And, you know, he had a great year last year, but he finishes T2 uh, kind of, not not coming out of nowhere, but you know, a, a guy that has popped up before and seemingly not, and here he is back. But shout out to Chris Goddard up, you know, yes. and only I think his third pro start, uh, T four for the kid, um, the Oklahoma Sooner grad slash Rutgers grad and uh, college phenom winner of the Jack Nicholas Award, the Ed ha- uh, Haskins Award. Yep. Um, so shout out to Chris Goddard up because that that's you know three hundred nineteen thousand dollars is is goes a long way when you're only playing your third or fourth start on the PGA Tour. Words, it's so funny. There's so many fucking people on this leaderboard that it's like, oh, I thought about that. I thought about that. But uh, I know another big one, though. This is a crazy one. Patrick Flavin. Have you heard his story much? I no. mean, this guy's Monday qualified, similar to Nick Hardy. Mm-hmm. This guy is Monday qualified, I think, like five times now um, this season. So he finishes T10, which obviously, as we know, top 10 finish gets him into the Barbasol this week. So that guy's just grinding his way through the PGA Tour season. I think his so the only, PGA Tour is all about. I think his only status right now is is Latin America. Like I don't even this top 10 finish got him into Corn the Corn Fairy 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 finals. finals. Yeah, yeah. good so, for him. Yeah, it, it, that's an uh, there's. When we made fun of this field, it is a shitty field. It was a shitty field. The live golf field probably was better, but the storylines are awesome. As this far produced as several good things to talk about. <laughs> Guys who are living like paycheck to paycheck, meal to meal, in the back of their car, <laughs> and grinding their absolute fingernails to a nub. When you got Pat Perez who shot fucking eighty in the final round and won nine hundred k. Yeah. OPP. Anyway, so <sighs> JT Poston gets it done. Words. Yes, Mazel Tov to him. Do All we, right, what did that do to the BLT? Or what were you going to say? We, do we want to talk about the live? I mean, um, I don't care. 
I mean, Brendan Grace won. The Four Aces got won the team title. Who's Huff? Which which one is Bobby Puffman's team? Is he a Four Aces guy, he, or is he just like a live guy? He's just a live ambassador, I think. He, yeah, he's got the shield. <laughs> he's like Rob Lowe wearing the shield. Yeah. Uh, so no shit. Uh, we talked about this before before we started recording, but the Four Aces: DJ Patrick Reed, Taylor Gooch, and Pat Perez. Like one, that team is fucking loaded. Yeah, they should never lose. Yeah. And uh, on top of it, which is crazy to think, the first live golf event was won uh, by the South African. Um, Brendan Grace? The, the no. first one. Chal. Yeah, Charles. And so now we have Brendan Grace, South African. I think those guys are on the same team because um, Louis, it's all four, four of the guys are South uh, African guys. South African. And so, uh, yeah, Brendan Grace gets it done, but interview after the round with the four aces and taylor gooch just goes goes ahead and it's like oh, i'll handle this one guys listen like this final round crowd are you kidding me the atmosphere here i mean i've never played in a president's cup or rider cup but oh I no can't, shit you can't haven't imagine it'd be anything like this there and like dj's like oh fuck <laughs> pat perez is like fuck yeah <laughs> and then did you see them spraying champagne on the podium no oh my god so taylor gooch again we like we love taylor gooch we love the local feel he can't fucking shake a champagne. He doesn't know how to oh, sh- spray no. champagne. You he doesn't know, know how- pop of champagne he doesn't know cork. How to sp- yeah, and then the uh, confetti, like the smoke confetti, like things, like shoot out, like right at his head. It looked like he like. <laughs> I think nothing- he thought his head got blown off by a Saudi. <laughs> like, oh my god! Someone just finally pop- did it. <laughs> There's nothing Gooch. worse. Like you don't. Yeah, you don't stop up the top. You just start shaking a bottle, and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, pathetic. The way he was holding it, it was like he was rocking a baby to sleep but he was trying to sh- uh, spray champagne that is 10 times more embarrassing than his comment <laughs> yeah no you gotta watch the video i'll send it to you oh, yeah no. pat perez i mean obviously he knows how to shake champagne yeah, he's he's but, been at bevy before yeah well shit think about that you know it's like the guy shoots 80 and wins 900k he hasn't won 900k on tour this year probably Oh my god! If if he has, it's, it's close to that number, you know. What's his wife gonna do to her face with nine hundred k? I don't know. But hopefully, the same thing she did with those tits. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Did you see the picture of them at the the live draft party? It's yeah, like, hey, I Ashley, did. Greg Norman might suck your nipple if you're not careful. You've seen his dick before. You better hide her, Pat. <laughs> Uh, who was it? Steve, my boy Steve sent me a text and it was just the picture of those two. And he goes, does this not scream? It was somebody else who, who wrote the com- caption, but it's like the couple who's asking for a third, you know, yeah, and it's like, 100%. Hey, you interested in being our third? Yeah. When the couple gives you that look on vacay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Ashley Perez. Well, she liked one of our posts one time or com- comments, I think. It, it was the one that we posted. Remember of Pat Perez dressed up as like an elf and he was like humping her from behind? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She loved it. Yeah, she. Th- I think they both liked that pic. <laughs> That's tight. But anyways, yeah, live golf. There you go. I think their next event is at uh, Trump Bedminster at the end of the month. <laughs> What's honestly funny is I think outside of those four guys and their families and Greg Norman, I mean, was there one... Is there one? Oh, aces! They fucking did! Oh, my God! The four aces! Yeah, the four aces! Oh, my God! The aces pulled through. I was so bummed the fireballs didn't show out like they had, you know? The fireballs, the quintessential 2002 high school baseball tattoo. (laughs) I'm going pro, Mom! Fuck you! (laughs) I don't need school. I don't need fucking school! (laughs) You seen my batting average! (laughs) Well, I've got a dump truck ass like Mark Deshera. 
<laughs> Every time baseball is brought up, all baseball conversations lead to Mark to Mark to share's ass. Yeah, and this also leads to me talking about the time that I Google shirts Chez Reevee thick. Chez Reevee ass. <laughs> thick was T H I C C. Oh, man. I think I screenshotted that and posted it one time. I was like, he looks uh, like a fucking walrus. You know, he's kind of short. He's got like the dumpy waist. Anyways. <laughs> Why did you Google that? I don't know. I was hoping to get some hot Ches shots. Now, if you, yeah, okay. All right. Let's look at the BLC leaderboard before we, okay. we say something we can't take okay, back. Okay. Uh, first place. I mean, this thing got an edit button on it. <laughs> yes, luckily. Uh, first place. A guy who used to be on a team with a good, a good buddy of ours, Tiger Strong. Now he simply goes by the name Better Than Chris. We got Tiger Dan Pilcher with the win this week. Words? Have you Venmoed him yet? The original Tiger. Yes, I ah! have. There's about four Dan Pilchers on there, so hope it's the right one. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. He's in Ireland, so uh... yeah, he is. He's on the Ireland trip. I texted him to see if he wanted to come on the show. He said, "Fuck, I can't." Like, fuck I'm in no. Ireland. <laughs> yeah, fuck no. I'll be too drunk. He was at Ned's on Thursday. Yes. Do you, were you told yeah. that? Hey, Pilcher! Pilcher, you fuck! <laughs> <laughs> He had Denny McCarthy as well, whereas he had my guy, Scott Stallings, and he had, obviously, JT Poston, $1.8 million. He had a $220,000 margin of victory over my guy, Billy Payne, a.k.a. the Rescue Squad. Uh, he mixed in his boy, Streels. Remember the conversation? I, I mentioned it. It was Gooch. Gooch's foundation, it's a table sitting there between, <laughs> sandwiched between Robert Streb and, and Streels is my guy, Billy Payne, just chatting Hold, them up. Holding court. You guys go over court. here. I, wanna, I, wanna, I gotta tell you guys something. Tell me about that shot you hit uh, on six today, Bill. <laughs> Streels asked. Uh, anyways, he is a 1.62 million. Uh, three-way tie for third. The Pembroke OG, who is on a fucking heater. The Doc. Uh, that's Mike Holzer. He had uh, Webb Simpson, who didn't even make any money, so that's got to be a rough break for him. But one of the other guys, this guy obviously, uh, he was on to something. He picked my guy, Adam Shank, too. There was only three of us on Adam Shank, but he still finished tied for third. FFF Sheehy, that's big Frank Sheehy. He works with our guy, Chapo. He had Chris Goddard thrown in there with Adam Shank and JT Poston. Also rounding out the tie for third, Tripp's dad, that's Jay Flexer. Um, we had a two-way tie for six. Ty Webb's wonder. That's Jason Estes. And the big miss, big daddy good, Adam Goodrich. Those guys were both $1.59 million. And then we had a two-way tie for eight. The Snowmen, that's Ryan Ingroff, tied with a guy who's on another heater. This guy's been in the top ten a few times in the last month or so. That's uh, our dog, Ryan Store. And then words, a six-way tie for tenth. So I got to name them all. We got... Cameron Green, a.k.a. Lotta Bump, No Run. Nick Williams, a.k.a. Willie Hitting Greens. Lafferty Daniel, Bowen Hendricks. This is Harris English's half-brother in our league. Show something. <laughs> Celebrity. I want to see Cam. I want to see pics of Harris English naked. Uh, just joking. <laughs> yeah, totally not kidding. Hey, sometimes when it's your week, it's your week. El Chapo was there tied at 10th. Uh, so he finishes off his fucking week with a top 10 finish. Jake Wood, a.k.a. Fatty Wood 10, and rounding out the last ones tied for 10th place, only English with an ace. 
Wow. That's my sister, Evan English, by the way. She's uh, moved up to number 149 on, on the season. That a baby. So a lot of bump, no run. Holy shit! Is that the is that the name of the year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it used to just be Cameron Green, and he finally changed his name because it was like, hey, that's lame. You got to come up with something good. So he came well, with he it. Fucking Brought came the heat. with the pistols firing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, words, as you mentioned before, you were tied for seventieth. 326,000. I'm tied for 72nd, 319,000. So, um, very close week for you and I yet again. And, uh, yeah, it, it, that definitely the, the leaderboard was shook somewhat, but not, not too crazy. So, um, the overall leaderboard still number one words, Derek Francine, LKC Francine, 2.22.7 million making the biggest move in the top 10 this week. The Pembroke OG Mike Holzer is on a serious heater He's at $22.6 million, only $146,000 behind. Up one spot and back in the top three. A guy that'll beat anyone's ass if they fuck with you. Mo Lester. Fuck yeah. Adam Lester. He's at number three. Burger Bus, Andrew Newberger down to four. Blinken never left. The guy who absolutely raked in the cash at the U.S. Open. Andrew Connor. He's at number five. Number six. I want to shake your hand. Ben Doherty is hanging on to the top ten. He's at number six. Grizzly Adams, Chauncey, the, the cultivator, Matt Venable. 21.3 million. He's still at number seven, or I guess he dropped a spot to number seven. Down a spot to number eight is Bark, John Barkley. Up a spot to number nine, Dallas Darrell, one, two, three, JP Delavadane. And holy shit, he's back inside the top 10. The Beta Soy Boys, Walker Milligan at number 10. Yeah! He's at 21.1 million dollars. That a baby. Words, I held tight somehow. I didn't move an inch. I'm still at number 35. No change from last week. You ended up going down two spots. You're at number 48. Um, I will say, though, I do know, I think we both made uh, progress, obviously, towards closing the gap between where we stand and the number one because Derek Francine maintained the number one spot with getting $0 last week. Mm. So that also means that now the first place from first to seventh is separated, or first to six is separated by less than a million dollars. So it's anybody's ball game inside that top ten right now. Shit, those guys may hopefully be there. I was looking at some of the picks that these guys have left. Good luck hanging on, Mo Lester. Jesus Christ, he's used everybody. Hey man, <laughs> you said it yourself. He's gonna kick your ass. Yeah, come get it, bub. No, he doesn't know who I am, right? <laughs> His brother's not gonna beat my ass either, right? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But like. Literally, he doesn't have Rom, Chef, like one through six in the world, he doesn't have any left. I think it's the way to play it. I mean, I look at mine, I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to have, you know, a couple of these guys. No <laughs> you haven't this used. It's just yeah. fucking so dumb. Yeah. I hate my life. Well, let's see. Let's just see. So right now, Mo Lester, if it ended today, words, he wouldn't win any money. Ooh. Is it top five only that pays? Oh, no. I mean, that's what you're right. If it ended today, yes, he would win 1.5, 1. but. He's not going to hang on to the overall with with not having those guys left. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're so. Oh, you're sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Bob. Good season. <laughs> Just, here's the debate about Mo Lester's team. There's only like three. There's only three big tournaments left, though. It's like the two FedEx Cup playoffs and yeah. But if you fucking if you pick like you're right. I mean, it, this week obviously the guys are in the field, but there's four tournaments that all of the big names will be playing. The rest of the year, and obviously the last two are both two point seven mil to the winner. The Open and the the, the two FedEx Cup 
Yeah. And then what? What's the fourth? This 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 week. I mean, this having week, all yeah. those guys that are. I, I'm talking about that the big guys are playing, not that where you're tempted to potentially pick them. But I hear you. Um, I would trade spots with him in a <laughs> yeah heartbeat. Yeah, let me tell you, those three weeks at number one would fucking, I wouldn't trade that for anything. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I will say, this thing can get flipped on its head going into the last two weeks of the season. It could. I mean, we've seen the the one T2, T2 finish and uh, what that did for old Francine, so. No, that was was, uh, Andrew Connor, Blinken never left. Like I said. <laughs> he went from like 35 to 2. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, anyway, so not to ruin uh, old... Uh, does, does Adam listen to the show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> hey, listen, good picking all year, bud. I love you. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I do. But anyways, words, that's the overall standing. So uh, we shrunk the the first place. We're, I'm only, I was 4.2 down going in, and now I'm less than 4. So... You're there. You're right. Can, hey, you're I, right, right there, there, bro. You're right there. As I like to say, just to show you, one million dollars difference would get me to like 18th. So it's a log jam there. Well, let's start talking in a Scottish accent, then, shall we? And take it across the pond. No. Yeah. Do we yeah, wanna, yeah. I don't give up. Do we want to call our guest picker who's played the let Renaissance? Me, uh, let me give a little rundown on it first. Okay. At the Renaissance Club, it's the fourth year in a row they've had it here. It's a 2008 course, which is funny because you're like, oh, Scotland, yeah, what are they playing for? Like in 1637 goals and the year of our Lord, King Henry killed his third wife here. <laughs> Chopped her fucking Chopped head off. Chopped her fucking head off. Did he? Uh, is yeah. that the same one? Yeah. I mean, but Tom Doak did a... Didn't Tom, <laughs> Doak, built a, Tom, Doak. <laughs> didn't Tom Doak built a golf course over it in 2008. Uh, the Renaissance Club. It's a fescue-based... Slower greens, just kind of like everything else around here. Um, but they're very, very large greens. Greens. Ooh, greens. Um, par 71, just a shade under 7,300 yards. There are four par fives. They're all gettable in two. And there's also one short par four. So if the wind is benign, it's going to be a bloodbath. If it's, if it's howling, I mean, uh, I think... Uh, let's see. I here. think two of the four days are howling. That's good. Okay, so in 2019, Weisberger won at 22 under. Um, our boy Tommy Two Gloves' bastard son, Aaron Rye, won at 11 under in 2020. And then Min Woo Lee won last year at 18 under. So, Johnny, not exactly thoroughbreds that are taking down the Scottish Open, even though Rom has won this tournament. Ricky Fowler has won this tournament. Phil Mick, Fat Phil has won this tournament. So you know something crazy about this tournament? No American has won since Ricky Fowler won in 15. Okay. So, and then the last, like, several years, the winning, the winner has been outside of the top, like, 70 in the world. Obviously, you said Weisberger, Minwoo Lee, and I, I forget who else you said, but, like, the last few... Aaron Rye, yeah. Yeah, the last few years, it's all been guys that, you know, those guys are all guys we've heard of, but... They're not exactly the world beaters. Did you have that discipline when you picked, John? No. <laughs> no. Rom, Scheffler, Cam Smith. But I will say, uh, I don't know. I, I think this is not like your typical, I, and I don't know. That's why I'm excited to have our guest picker on. But I think that this is more This is more of a traditional golf course rather than like a Lynx golf course. I mean, it's newer. It's modern. Uh, maybe more of a gimmicky Lynx course, I think. So it might what? fare. What? 
Tom Doak's going to shit on your grave. Yeah, so we'll see. Like I said, uh, I really enjoy that we're going to have somebody who played the course just two months ago come on here very shortly. Um, but we didn't even mention Tiger making it back to the golf course this week, too, at the Irish Open Pro-Am, the J.P. McManus Pro-Am, I think is what it was called. Yeah, at Adair Manor. That place is awesome. Have you been there? No, but I've, it looked I've cool. Watched, yeah, it looks incredible. <laughs> Fucking castle. And Old school castle with a moat. If if that's anything to show kind of what to look for, I mean, Xander Schauffele ran away with that two-round exhibition, if you will. So he's he's found something. Hey, Xander been on one now. Yeah, so. Um, but anyways, yeah, this is an unbelievable field. As you mentioned before, we got 14 of the top 15 in the world playing this week. And the one guy words, I figured it out, it's Rory that's not playing in the top 15. So everybody from the top 15 in the world, minus Rory McIlroy, will be teeing it up. So it's going to make for some great golf. Uh, going to wake up early the next couple weekends in a row. So Absolutely. And get those picks in early tonight. Yes, well, 1 a.m. I, mean, hey. I think it's 1 or 1.30 a.m. Get the fucking picks in. We may release this probably around 12.30. I don't know. We'll tease it. <laughs> probably <laughs> not. Bitch. <laughs> probably not. Come on. Who are we kidding, right? Anyway, so. Um, All right. You want to call the cock doc or what? Yes. All right, bringing on a guy who's been on an absolute terror in segment three. He's moved all the way up to number two in the overall standings after a, a third-place finish last week. We've got... The Pembroke OG, Doc. What's up, Doc? My Bugs, Hi guys. Bugs Bunny. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, by uh, the way. It's nice to be back at Pembroke. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, brings back old memories. Yeah. We miss you, bud. Words partied at your house, uh, was that yesterday, two days ago? Yeah, a couple days ago. God, you should see what they've done to the place. Way better than when you lived there. <laughs> well, John's words, not here. mine. <laughs> a lot cooler than the old guy that used to live there, I'm sure. Mike, you're supposed to say, well, you should see my new house, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he finally moved on. Bigger and better things. So, Mike, one of the main reasons, obviously, you've been on a tear. You've been picking great. Uh, you had you were on the JT Poston train last week. You were on the Xander train at the Travelers, right? So you've had two winners in a row. Yeah. Did you have I Fitzpatrick? Picked, uh, Fitzpatrick. So picked, you are on three winners in a row. Unbelievable. Yeah. Ugh. So that that's obviously one of the main reasons why we have you. Normally, we reserve this for the only people who won the week before. But but Mike, you've moved all the way to number two, and the guy who won last week declined. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, the reason why I've been second choice my whole life. This, it, this is fine for me. No, so Mike, obviously, just I told the story about how I had to miss this trip. But Mike, you recently played. Um, a week's worth of golf in Scotland. So you've played the Renaissance Club within the last two and a half months, as well as St. Andrews. So, um, yes, yeah, I'll I'll have uh, yeah back to back weeks. Um, I'll get to see some courses that we played in April, which should be fun. So tell me why why do they feel so in in you know pompous to call it Renaissance instead of just Renaissance? Um, I think it has probably has more to do with the Scottish accent. Just they're all uh, drunk over there. <laughs> Because I, I, I've heard on the Golf Channel, they're not calling it Renaissance. I've heard Re Renaissance a couple of times. So, um, yeah, so I think it's just kind of uh, the locals call it that. Well, old Vegas Dave, you know, I remember him first talking about getting getting the guys on the course. He's like, oh, yeah, my buddy is a member at this place, the Renaissance Club. And i just like, why the fuck do you keep saying it like that? 
<laughs> what the it, fuck? It's definitely, it's definitely kind of pompous. I agree with you. So tell me this, Mike. This is kind of the one thing that we've been, we just were talking about before we brought you on. It, this course has only been around since 2008. Tom Doak designed it. I mean, does it have the same feel of a Lynx golf course as a more traditional, obviously, birthplace of golf, St. Andrews? Yes, yeah, it, it's got uh, you know the undulations in the fairways, the deep pot bunkers, the the um, oceanside um, kind of windswept areas, the dunes. It's got all of that, um, and it's it's just a little bit more of I guess you'd call it a more modern uh, interpretation of it because um, it is you know a, a you know twenty first century golf course, sure. but um, you would you know. It's, it, it literally shares a property line with Muirfield. Um, so it, it's right there in between Muirfield and North Barrick, which are two kind of classic, you know, link style golf courses. And um, so it definitely has the feel of a link style golf course. If you're trying to make your picks, you know, you, you know, if, if you're wanting to pick guys that, you know, are good links players, this is, you know, certainly a, a falls in that category of the golf course fuck oh my god this <laughs> no. is incredible we're not used to this type of insight we're used to like dick jokes or something like that. <laughs> uh i did see mike it looks like it's gonna be pretty windy like for for scottish scotland standards it looks like maybe two of the four days will be very windy the other two are you know between 15 and 20 but um, does that lend more of a advantage to a particular type of player obviously someone who can control their trajectory i would think so but you know these guys are all pros they all know how to do that um i think you know the the guys that are going to probably perform better are um you know you have to keep in mind this course has hosted the scottish open for the last three or four years and so these european tour players or dp players um are used to this golf course after the last several years this is the first year they're you know having it a joint venture with the pga tour so if i had to pick you know put my eggs in a basket i'd probably pick some of the european tour players who have been playing over uh they've seen it you know the the americans not a whole lot of them have seen this golf course before um you know but again they're these guys are professionals you know they don't need you know, weeks of preparation to know the golf course. But um, there are a lot of guys in the field that have had a lot of experience at this particular golf course over the last three or four years. Okay. Oh, God, I hate my picks again. I know. Um, (laughs) All right, Mike. Well, you know, what we like to do here on the show, we go through the featured groups. We got about five featured groups or so. Uh, We give our picks if they're in the group and kind of explain why. So, uh we're not going to release this until until the, the the guys tee off, so people won't steal your picks. Words and I have been worried about people stealing our picks all year. You're number two. People are dying to get to number seventy in the league. Dying. So, I saw you got your picks in. Are you ready to roll? Let's do it. Okay. F- first featured group. We've got the number two player in the world playing with the number one player in the world. Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm are joined by a guy who just has fallen off. He's like number eight now. The man from Norway, Victor Hovland. Uh, by the way, this so, purse is only $8 million, so 1.44 <sighs> to the winner. I noticed. Uh, uh, Hovland, uh, as of today, still doesn't have his golf clubs. No, no shit. 
Whoa. Yeah, they, they got lost. Um, they're in Frankfurt, Germany. Um, and I can attest they do have a nice rental set at Renaissance, but um, <laughs> I don't think he wants to play with it. So, no shit, Mike. Do they not have a fucking ping van over there? That's a story. <laughs> That's a fucking story, too. Mike didn't get his clubs until, like, their third round or something. <laughs> the guy who put the whole fucking trip together gets fucked. Uh, no, but now he's got yeah. a driver from from Scotland. <laughs> it's hot. I do have a, a, a driver from Scotland, yeah. Here's what I'll so, yeah, say. I played, played, played with the rental set at the Renaissance. So it was the best rental set of the three. So, <laughs> good. Uh, it is a good place to show up without your golf club. <laughs> hey, I, I know somebody who knows Victor. We can get you to uh, recommend. Men that, that rental to him. Um, I really, obvious, I mean, how? Where do you not like John Rom? I wouldn't be one one bit surprised if John Rom won this tournament. He's won this tournament before, right? Uh, yes, I think. And then obviously Scotty Scheffler's kind of getting his feet wet. I think he finished like maybe T twelve, T eleven last year. But knowing the news about Victor, I have a couple Victor picks left, and I was like, ah, throw one out there on Victor. But the way he's been playing, I, I think you mentioned he hasn't done shit since you know. It, Pretty much the Hero World Championship, or no, he won the one tournament over on the DP in January, and since then he hasn't done shit. Was that? Uh, yeah, he would beat Dick Bland. Remember, he beat Dick Bland yeah. in a playoff. Yeah, he did. That's right. No, um, I had I had Victor circled all week long, and like right before this, I was like, God, he just hasn't done fucking anything. So I, I switched him out. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. this is where we edit Happy the show help. and we change <laughs> our picks. <laughs> no, no changing. Okay, so I, I nobody's on anybody in this group, right? They're two heavy hitters. Yeah, I really thought hard about Rom, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the flavor because this is just he wins on the DP World Tour. A lot, yeah. it seems like. All right, so the next featured group, we've got Jordan Spieth playing with Cameron Smith and the fucking Pratt's Terrell Hatton. Uh, you know, these are tricky courses with tricky greens, and, and you got to love Jordan Spieth's short game on a place like this. Does that mean you, you're on him, Mike? Um, I've, I've, I've used all my Jordan Spieth picks all year. So but have I. I. Not <laughs> if he was available, I would I'd be using him out of that group. Yeah. Yes. Same. My last one at the Travelers, where he missed a fucking cut. That <laughs> cut. And yes, this is a perfect setup for Jordan. And um, yeah, not on him. Cam Smith, his putter's kind of gone a little quiet lately, hasn't it? It has. Oof. It has. He hasn't done shit. I think since you know he T five or he top five at the Masters, and he really hasn't done much since then. Obviously, he won the players prior to that. But he's just waiting for that right number from Liv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it, 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 out of this group obviously i can't take cam and after the time last time we picked terrell and he missed the cut and played like complete shit we said it then words and i stick by it i'm done with him i think i've taken him three times already but you know these are the perfect courses for old terrell i've got one pick left for cam smith i like it more next week than i like it this week so i'll just maybe give you a little insight to oh. what i'm thinking already oh but. so he's going to be in one of your eight iterations of picks next week okay <laughs> cool yeah yes um all right so nobody's on that group either the next group where this is a kind of an interesting one we've got sam burns who was off a miscut at the travelers as well he's playing with former number one in the world, Justin Rose, and a young and up-and-comer, uh, <laughs> Nikolai Hogard, the, the twin from Denmark. Yeah, the, the cam champ of, uh, of the DP World Tour. The wasty fuck. <laughs> um, I've got one Sam Burns pick left. I think Sam Burns is more of a guy that's going to pop over on this side of the pond. So we'll see. 
Uh, I, I laid gotta, off the you other gotta two. You got to send your Sam Burns pick quick, apparently, before he jumps to uh, the live tour, is the rumor. Well, we talked about this last week, Mike. I, I've talked a lot of shit about you because I know you don't listen to the show. <laughs> but <laughs> I, <laughs> I heard from a source last week um, Sam Burns was offered $90 million last yeah. week, and what he, drunk, he turned it down. What drunk fucking Neds was talking about that? It was not a drunk fucking Neds. It's a guy who is very well connected to the PGA Tour and is a member at our course oh. and is also a member at Whisper Rock. Wink, wink. You guys should know who I'm talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so. You're incredible. Yeah, hey. Yeah, I don't give away my sources except if it's you guys. You're I'll, incredible. I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you two. You're an incredible journalist. <laughs> I'll tell you two, fucks. Um, yeah, no, the I, problem is that the idea of the money is going to be a distraction. I mean, you you pull hook one golf shot and you say, "Oh man, I could be making ninety million dollars right now." So I think uh, I think he's a distraction right now. Either way, I watched great perspective. I, think I it's rewatched a for all those big boys who are having to toil with what kind of dollars they're they're turning down. For whatever reason, I rewatched the press conference with Matt Wolf. Bryson and Abe and Matt Wolf's perspective on why he joined the live to spend more time with his fucking dog. Well, just the, the fact that he kind of said he didn't know how well, like if he would be able to con- <laughs> compete competitively, I'm on a path very, to losing my tour card. Pretty much is what he said. <laughs> and so it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm good now. Like I'm going to be rich forever. So fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved his honesty, to be quite honest. I and I think Matt yeah. Wolf's. A, I like. I'm a fan of Matt Wolf, regardless of the fact he jumped. I agree, and I can't believe we're we're back on the live talk. But it's so funny because like how P. Reed has been answering questions. Like, okay, my respect level for P. Reed has even gone up a little bit. <laughs> Bryson, Bryson seems like the most articulate motherfucker in that whole bunch. He's like, yeah, I got paid a shit ton, and guess what? Guess what? I'm getting ready to build a boy and girls club for Dallas. The you know the National Kidney Association whatever is getting ready to get the biggest check they've ever gotten from anyone because they saved my dad's life. And I was like, okay, well, I don't hate you anymore, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Brooks is just he's going to keep getting peppered and he's just going to keep acting like an asshole, which is it's like yeah. a, it's a train wreck. I love it. Yeah, I still like him a little bit at St Andrews next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so nobody's on that that crew. Uh, the next group, I got to think this one might change the, uh, since nobody's announced a pick yet, I think that this might change things. We've got Feifel Mouskowitz, Matt Fitzpatrick playing with Colin Morikawa and Will the Kid Zalatoris. Not here. I've, yeah. Um, go ahead, Mike. Sad to say I, I've, I've used three picks on every one of those guys at this point. So, but that would pr- potentially be my three picks if I could get either one of those guys back. See, there's a reason like people are top ten. They 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 play the <laughs> they play the horses. I got picks on all these fuckers. Yeah, I'm I'm playing Matt Fitzpatrick this Ooh, week. Ooh, Fivel. Um, I don't like Matt Fitzpatrick. I, I have a lot more respect for him after he won in, in a very very just grindy. He got it done at the U.S. Open. He fucked me over earlier in the year. I've got two picks left for him. I don't even see myself using them both, but I'm using one of them this week. So, uh, I like Matt Fitzpatrick. Even though he just he won the playoff there last year, he's um, and he's playing well. It's a good pick. Hasn't um, played since the kid. On the other hand, Zalatoris, I love him this week too. I've spent all of mine on him, uh, and like you said, Mike, if I had another pick, it would one hundred percent be on Will the kid Zalatoris. Now Morikawa is still tricky to figure out. He admittedly said he didn't know if the ball was going left or right. Out of nowhere, he's leading the U.S. Open through 36 holes and then shoots 70-fucking-7 on Saturday. So it's like, uh, 
I don't know. Still a head scratcher for me with Colin. I, I've got a couple picks for him left to burn, but I, I was just—I I don't trust him enough to do it this week. I agree. Wait till next week on Colin. Okay. So the final featured group. We've got Justin Thomas playing with Hideki Matsuyama and Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Mike. Uh, he, Tommy's played well here in the past. I like him this week. Oh, are you on him? I'm on him. Okay. Yes! I'll ride that pony, too. I'm on Tommy Fleetwood as well. Hopefully he doesn't have a four-footer to get into a playoff like last year. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. Uh, no, that was two years ago. Oh, yeah. Whatever. But he was he was in a playoff, wasn't he? Well, Maybe know. not. I don't know. He, uh, I know. It's gone to a playoff the last three years. I, I think it was two years ago he lost the playoff. Okay. Well, I love Tommy. He's been kind of somewhat rounding back into his form that he had, you know, two, three years ago. Obviously, he he still hasn't won on American soil, right? Correct. But I love him here. I think he's had four straight top 15 finishes worldwide. So um, I like Tommy Fleetwood for the same reason Mike does, and Mike's in second. So I think that's a decent pick. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's the crazy thing, though, words. I'm going back to the well with JT also. I'm spending one of my JT picks this week, baby. Unbelievable. Finish, finish, wow. Finish. He, he's, he's got some low numbers around this course. I've got two JT picks left. Why not try to make up some ground on the field with getting a win this week? 1.4 million. I think he's going to be discounted because of the names in this thing. People are scared to use them, but I'm going with JT. Oh, my God. I would just... Do anything for a <laughs> first-round finish WD. <laughs> Get ready for next week. Hey, this guy, I, I think with JT, there's something to it. Like, the week before the U.S. Open, you know, that he fucking played great at the Canadian Open. He finished, I think, T3. The week before the PGA when he won, I mean, he was right there in Dallas, uh... I think there's something about the way that he tries to get himself up for the, the actual majors. I don't know what it is about me not liking him at St. Andrews, but I love him here. He's had a great track record. I think he's shot a couple 65s, a 64 here. So why not JT? Oh, man. Same grouping too, huh? Yes. Ooh. Hey, they're going to feed off each other, baby. <laughs> feed off each other. <laughs> feed drinks to each other. So uh, that's the featured group. But uh, I, I take it you guys aren't on Hideki or JT? No, I really like Hideki this week, though, um, for whatever reason. I kind of like him next week, too. But uh, I, st- I stood stood down. Okay, so I'm on Matt Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, and JT. Mike is on Tommy Fleetwood. Words, you have not announced one pick this week. Give us your first pick. I'm going to go with one of your boys who plays. Um, he won on the DP tour, uh, World Tour last year. He's a Florida boy, and he's got a little bit of a list. I'm going with Billy Horschel. <laughs> I almost went with Horschel, dude. <laughs> Especially after he was talking all that lip to those live pussies this week. I love the way he says tour. <laughs> if you want to go play live tour, go play live tour. <laughs> <laughs> I love him talking shit. You know, you talk shit about the TGA tour, you're basically talking shit about the 220 other ones of us. Amen, Billy Ho. That's my only, uh, that's my only American on the card this week. Okay. Hello. All right, so that's Words' first pick, Billy Horschel. Mike, why don't you give us your second pick? Uh, I do have an American in there. Uh, I like Xander this week. Oh, and, uh, God. God. Monday, Great so, one. Uh, shit. Oh, Xander's shit. A good one. Hey, how many, how many Xander picks do you have left, Mike? Um, uh, I think 
this is the last one. I love yeah. I love Xander this week. I love Xander this week. He burned me at the U.S. Open, and I think he's going to be potentially top three betting favorites next week, but I love Xander. I love the pick. Oh, Mike, can Dude, I come over later? Break eye contact with Mike, me now. Mike, <laughs> I want to see you, Mike. <laughs> I mean, Doc. <laughs> you are a sick son of a bitch. All right, so he's on Xander. He's throwing that one out there. Words, who's your second pick? Uh, I'm going with a ball striker extraordinaire who's really shitty out of the bunker, so I hope he, uh, I hope he hits these big, fat greens, and uh, hopefully that the slower fescue... Um, can help with his putter. I'm going with the Canuck, Corey Connors. I already wrote it down as words, Corey Connors. I knew who you were talking about. No, that's another great pick. A guy who can really do about what he wants. He puts the ball wherever he wants on the fucking green with his irons. He's due for a win. He hasn't won since 2019 also. And I I guess I'd forgotten this. He Monday qualified for that win. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Texas. Yeah. yeah, San Antonio. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, okay. All right, so Mike, that leaves us down to our last picks. Who was your third and final pick? I'm going with the other Victor in the field, Victor Perez. Ooh, I love that pick. I love that pick. One of the hottest players on the DP Tour. Yes, and he's played well uh, at this course in the past, so I like his chance. Okay. That is good. I got to think that the Victor Perez pick... I have seen it pop up a little bit on sleepers to watch, but I do think you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. There's not going to be too many Victor Perez picks this week as far as I as what I'm thinking. Well, I did say one of the hottest players in the DP Tour, but not the hottest player on the DP Tour. I am going with Ryan Foxy, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Foxy. <laughs> okay. I love it. Hey, uh... <laughs> Could you pick him out of a lineup? Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, you, you, man. <laughs> I saw you at Ned's last night, didn't I? And he's like, no, <laughs> no, I'm Thorbjorn Olsen. <laughs> I just got fucked up with you last weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah, you grabbed, my, you grabbed my titty. <laughs> okay. That's why you look familiar. All right, so I'm on Matt Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, and JT. The Doc is on Tommy Fleetwood, Xander Shoffley, and Victor Perez. And Words is on Billy Horschel, Corey Connors, and Ryan. <laughs> Foxy lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love it. Uh, Mike, this is great. Uh, before we go, obviously, we got to get a little bit of an insight on St. Andrews. Um, how much different is it going to play next week for the Open Championship than what we're going to expect to see this week? Totally different golf course. Um, you know, Renaissance is going to have more um, shot making, you know, different uh, sight lines, you know, hold course. It's, you know, it's a lot of history, but it's a golf course that those guys can just go in there and overpower. I mean, it's just, it's a nearly an obsolete golf course at this point. So I think, you know, if you're wanting to, you know, bet heavy this week and try to spread it next week, you know, go with your, your, your power hitters, the guys that can overpower a golf course at St. Andrews and and save your shot makers for this week. Okay. I love it. Well done. Billy Ho's a shot making son of a bitch. Fuck. I'm so (laughs) fucked. All right. Well, doc, thank you so much for coming on. Unbelievable insight to both courses and great picks. Good luck. And, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks doc. Thanks for having me guys. Of course. Later buddy. All right. Those are the shit picks. Buyer beware. I would tail Holzer if I could, though. Goddamn. <laughs> That's why, hey, 
<laughs> if they're not stealing our picks, they'll stay, <laughs> steal his. We're fucking releasing this later. Yeah, did I mention I'm on uh, Xander and uh, Victor Perez? <laughs> Me too. I'm on Victor I'm Perez. Victor Perez. Yeah. We're all three. <laughs> yeah, we're on Vic. Fuck. <laughs> I am, you too. You too. Weird. <laughs> no, I, I really, so I will say my my alternate is Aaron Rye. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Hovland. Okay. <laughs> Mr. No Club's Hovland. Well, I know I'm scared of the whole JT this week. I thought just having two JTs in my pocket going into, again, I don't know why I don't like him next week at St. Andrews, but having two picks on him going into the last two playoff events, because I know he's not going to play any of the events until then. Um, I don't know. I, I thought about just having going all in on JT, but then I thought about why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> I just mix it up, baby. <laughs> I need JT to win this week, and if he does, watch out, top 10, here I fucking come. (laughs) (laughs) I hope there are 30 other guys on JT. We'll see. We will see. All right, Johnny. That was fun. Thank you. You got anything else for our lovely listeners out there? I don't know if I mentioned this before. Buy Piper, Smoke Resonant? Yeah, (laughs) buy Piper, Piper Dog Golf, Smoke Resonant. Um no, I'm ne- next time we have this show, I'm so I I have not withdrawn. I'm I'm in the state am qualifier. I put it all out there. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's gonna know I'm doing it, so I can't hide from it now. I'm trying to qualify for the state am next Tuesday, one twenty tee time. It's gonna be 105 degrees. I am playing with a guy that I went to high school with, a longtime friend of mine, Brian Valberg, great player. He's qualified for the US four ball a couple times, so uh, I'll have that to report about next time we come on. Maybe you can be like, hey, just. Let me cheat. Say, say I made part. Let me cheat. Is this good? <laughs> this is this good, is good. Pick it up. I'm picking that up, right? Good, good. Hey, good, good, right? Yeah. Words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, I'll never I'll never forget. Yeah. So it's like, hey, I've shot a couple 76s lately. Maybe I could go shoot even or under par and qualify. <laughs> we'll see. I thought I've thought about uh, pulling my name out of the hat like 18 times in the last. Well, like, we're gonna two know days. next Tuesday. We got to do the show next Tuesday, right? Yeah, looks like it. Um, but Great. Again, no, I, I'll just rearrange my life for you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I got my tea time is one twenty. I'm like, oh Good. fuck, the old late night blackout show. Let's do it from Ned. Yeah, welcome here. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! That's, that's the beginning of Lit Up by Buck Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, other than that, man, I nothing nothing gets me fucking harder than waking up early for some good golf. So we got this weekend and next weekend. I think it's a, what, six-hour time difference or so? So it's like wake up at, you know, 6 a.m. to catch the guys tee off at noon. And then don't do shit. Oh, uh, yeah. And then skip work, skip everything. Fuck. <laughs> Leave the baby asleep. <laughs> Like, get her. <laughs> Somebody else feed her. <laughs> Call the babysitter. <laughs> Why the fuck is daycare not open? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. <laughs> we probably should end it quickly before we say something else. Um, yeah. Mm. That's, That's, all right. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. Hell. You guys enjoy the show? No, wait. Don't do don't enjoy the show. You will not enjoy the show. You guys enjoy the golf. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thanks,
several hours.